1: uh, last weekend, my parents visited my husband and I, and I told them about your podcast. And my dad was—I mean, they both loved it, but my dad was like, "This is great," you know. And I told the—you know—to explain to him, you know, people call in, and and he he didn't understand at first. He's like, "Are they live?" And I'm like, "No, no, they just call in, and then um, they play the—you know—they they play the recorded stories." And I go, "It's really nice that so many people are willing to share." what they've been through. Cause sometimes, you know, we were judged or whatever. And my dad brought up something that his sister, um, had ex- not his sister's family. So this is his sister-in-law. Um, the story that, and I know, cause I remember this, she had told my mom and I do remember this story now. I just forgot about it. It was probably when I was in college. Um, my aunt's sister-in-law, her father was dying, and it was, you know, obviously really tragic. He was in the hospital. He'd been in the hospital for a while, um, and it was sad. Most of his kids were all, they were all adults, so they were like, you know, everybody was going back and forth from the hospital to their homes and you know, taking care of their children and all that, and it was just at the same time really tragic to see you know, their father die. And uh, one of um, the sisters, so this uh, you know, would be my aunt, sister-in-law. There were more than one though. I want to say there was like four kids, and I just don't know, you know, who exactly who everybody was. But I do remember that this was. Um, I'm not going to say the name just for their you know their own anonymity, but. um she decided one evening just to go to church and not because there was a service. She just wanted to sit and kind of just be in peace. And when she got to the church, she said it was, you know, pretty much no one was there. The pastor was there and there were a couple of people, but they had really kind of walked in and out. And she was just sitting in one of the pews and she was just kind of thinking and, you know, obviously a lot going through her head and reflecting on everything. And all of a sudden she felt a hand on her shoulder from behind and, The person said her name and they said, peace be with you. And she said, I mean, she obviously immediately turned around because she didn't recognize the voice, but the voice knew her name and no one was there. And she she was obviously very startled. She said it wasn't scary, but it was just, it was more just shocking. So she got up and actually went and the pastor was coming out of his office, I think, and she didn't even tell him what happened. She just said, is anybody working here? Like, I think they knew some of the people that worked there. So, I mean, she was just looking for any explanation, and there really wasn't one. And I think in the end, she felt like it must have been an angel or something, or something like that. I don't, I don't know what to think, but I know that. Uh, I know this person because I've seen her at family events when I go to my aunt's house and she comes over and she's very, she's again, a very level headed person, she wouldn't make something up. And I think this really actually was very groundbreaking for her when it happened, because she was so upset and losing her father. And this was just, she said that when the hand touched her, it was like this calming effect went over her and It was unbelievable, but I thought it was a really cool story, actually, the one, this particular one. And then the other thing that when I got cut off was a lot of things that I've noticed on this podcast as I listen to it more and more and everybody's stories they share. um, One of the things that a lot of people say is like they realize as they've become adults that things that have happened to them as kids, they may not have realized may have been paranormal, for instance, like an imaginary friend or thinking that they saw something that wasn't there and they didn't understand that that would have been paranormal. And that, that kind of um, reminded me of something. When I was in fifth grade, my friend and I, we were in our art class, and the teacher sent us to get more supplies from the art closet, which is, was on the opposite wing of our elementary school. It wasn't a big elementary school at all, so we just walked around the corner. And the closet was pretty big. It was like, it wasn't like one of those closets where you'd squeeze two people in and you'd be like crushed. It was like a large walk-in closet with all the supplies and a lot of shelving and the door shut behind us and we, you know, we collected whatever we needed. I don't even remember what we were getting, but whatever we were, we needed to collect, we got. And then I went to open the door and I couldn't open the door. The, and I kind of turned around to my friend and I said, the door won't open. And she said, what do you mean the door won't open? And I said, I think it's locked. And she goes, well, it can't be locked. There's no lock on it which I knew that too, but I'm like, but I can't open it. So she tried to open it. It wouldn't open. And then I tried to like push on it with my, you know, the side of my body. And, you know, I said, you know, we really, I almost thought it was kind of funny at first because I didn't understand. I didn't panic or anything. I don't know why, but it was just sort of, it just struck me as what's going on. I never thought anything out of the ordinary, I just thought, how did this happen? How did we get, I figured the door jammed or just got stuck. But it was just odd how easily I walked into that closet. Like I opened that door myself and it opened very easily. It wasn't stuck. It wasn't like, it wasn't sticky or having trouble. You know, like if you've a door that's getting stuck as you open it. It was, it opened perfectly. So I was like, what is wrong with this thing? And then my friend could, it was both of us. It was, it would have been a little bit, I would have questioned myself if I had gone in there alone, but because my friend was with me, We both could not budge that door. So finally, like I said to her, like, they'll come and look for us. And the next thing I knew, I heard a class coming down the hall, and we just not banged on the door and said, hey, let us out, and this kid opened the door, and he just kind of looked at us kind of funny, like, what are you guys doing in there? And I just said, thank you so much for opening the door. We were locked in. And he just kind of was like, how are you locked in? There's no lock. And I, go, and I just kind of, we didn't really look back. We just wanted to get back to our classroom because we figured our teacher was going to be pissed. So we get back um, to our class, and the teacher's like, where have you guys been? And we're like we got locked in the art closet and the teacher was like, girls, seriously. And we're like, I I just said, I don't know what to say. I, I told her what happened. I told her the truth. I think because when you are telling the truth, especially children, I think sometimes you can just sense it. But I just said to her, we got locked in this art closet. I have absolutely no idea what happened. I don't understand, but I could not budge the door. I couldn't open it. And then this kid from the other side opened it without a problem. I look back now and I wonder, was something paranormal holding it shut? I go back to my friend's story in the theater again that, you know, again, that was a public restroom in the theater, but her husband couldn't push that door open. It was like a cement block, except, you know, she had walked right out of it about two seconds before he was trying to push at it when she said she just got the feeling to get out of there same kind of thing I wonder if I, I mean I don't remember being scared in there I don't remember it being cold I don't remember anything unusual about what happened in there it was more like the light was on we got the supplies and we were just kind of laughing because the door wouldn't open but beyond that, that was the only weird thing. There was nothing else. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to tell you, oh, there were, we heard voices or things started flying off the shelves. That didn't happen. Nothing. It, it, I didn't notice anything. There was nothing else that was strange, but it was awfully strange that that door would not budge. And neither one of us could, could move it. You know, it, we, it wouldn't even like the handle would go down, but it wouldn't even turn the handle to open the door. It was very bizarre. And now as I look back at that, I just think, hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. You know, it kind of like makes you rethink some things. It it may be nothing, but I think it's awfully odd that a door wouldn't open that has no lock. So we couldn't have been locked in. I don't even think it's that easy to lock yourself into something like that. And it was just a strange occurrence that I don't have an explanation for. So I just, you know, makes you think, especially as a kid. And I know like schools are, you know, kind of can have that history. I actually ended up working um, in between my junior and senior year of college at one of the similar schools in my hometown. It wasn't the elementary school I attended, but it was a school that was nearby that just, you know, it was a little further away, and I just ended up working in there during the summer, and a lot of times the janitors and everybody would kind of leave by 2.30, and I would have to stay till 3.30, so sometimes I would be alone in the building, and I remember just really getting the creeps, and I never felt that way when people were in there. But when everybody left, and I would hear things and think people were walking in, like, but it sounded like doors were opening, and I knew nobody was there. I just like, it was unsettling. That's all. I mean, nothing. I never saw anything. I mean, I heard plenty, you know, plenty of questionable noises, but I definitely didn't enjoy being in there that last hour and that went on all summer because I had to do like I was doing office work and clerical work and stuff and I just remember thinking I don't like being in here and the school layout was identical to the elementary school that I had gone to. It wasn't the same school, but they had like four elementary schools in our town and that were in our whole city that kind of had that same floor plan and then they just divided everybody up in the city that like this, you know, section went to that school. So So I knew that school, because the school was the same. It was really weird. It was just a different building. But I do remember not liking being in there alone when everybody left. So I don't know. I don't know what to think. I, I just, it was definitely, I look back on that art closet and I'm like, that was weird. And my friend still remembers it. We're still friends to this day. We still talk. She lives in Arizona now. And she'll even say, she goes, do you remember when we got locked in that art closet and it didn't have a lock? And we'll kind of laugh. And, but at the same time, we'll go, that was really weird, wasn't it? You know, and we've always kind of said that at the end of laughing about it as a memory. So... Yeah, we still remember it like it was – I mean, it was a long time ago, but it was – I can remember it like it just happened, and it was very strange. So uh, I enjoy, again, listening, and I think my my dad is a new listener officially now, too, because he really enjoyed what I played for him. He loved he, – and he loved the um, camaraderie between you two. He thought you guys were both hysterical, and he loved it. So anyway, it was great to um, – have him become a fan as well. So, and he reminded me of that, that, uh, ghost story with, with his, Sister's sister-in-law, my aunt's sister-in-law. So that was really cool. I'm glad he reminded me and I could share that with you.
0: If you want access to more real ghost stories, become a premium subscriber to Real Ghost Stories online. Sign up now through Apple Podcasts and try it for three days free. Not on Apple, go to patreon.com/slash real ghost stories or ghostpodcast.com.